0: Hi friends, this is today's talk for your walk with Bridget Lynch. Thank you for joining me for episode 23. And I hope that you had a great Thanksgiving and I hope that you've entered into this Advent season with a game plan. So I'll talk to you a little bit today. It is What's the Word Wednesday? So of course we're going to talk about Advent Uh, I had to research a little bit and just to have an idea of more of an idea of what Advent is. And so don't feel bad if you are a believer and you have no idea what Advent is about um, or have just a little bit of an idea. Um, But I do want to share with you what I've been looking at and what God has shown me And I was um, erasing some stuff yesterday. We have a chalkboard right by our dining table, and I love to write scripture on there, and we study it together as a family, Uh, or we put my son's um, memory verse on there for the week. Just depends on what's going on. So this month, obviously, I will, I usually change it weekly on Sundays, and so it just makes sense that we would put scripture on there that is for the Advent season, and just remember what God has done for us and the coming of our Lord into the world, of our Savior into the world, and we are expected. Uh, the word Advent actually means coming in the Greek word, I think it was parousia, parousia, and uh, it's P-A-R-O-U-S-I-A. I think I pronounced that correctly. I looked it up so I could get it right, but anyway. So, Advent means coming, and we're looking at the coming of our Savior into the world, but also to our Lord for His second coming. So, it's not just a season of remembering that He came, but also that He's coming again. And so, the idea of Him coming again to take us home with Him, the place that He said He's going to prepare for us, it's in His Word. Um, it's really exciting. I don't know if you think about it that way, but man, whenever I just meditate on God's Word and His goodness and His plan for us, oh, it's so good. And His love and His grace and His mercy. Uh, our family watched together Overcomer last night, and if you haven't seen the movie Overcomer, please take the time. Pay, la, 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 hello, please take the time to do that. It is inspiring, it's encouraging, it is full of faith and hope, and it is just such a heartfelt movie. I think we all um, cried, except for the four-year-old. He had no idea what was going on. But I think we all shed a tear a little bit um, during the movie, and in probably multiple, episodes, <laughs> probably multiple portions of the movie, it is just so heartfelt, and it is a good story. And so if you haven't seen it, and we are pretty fond of the Kendrick Um, production team we actually met Alex Kendrick and his wife on the family life cruise that we went on earlier this year in February so that was the coolest thing and it was actually by accident we um, had had a server the night before on the cruise ship and we wanted his section again when we went for the dining Um, and so we go and we're walking through with a group of people and they're like hey it's just two of us we actually want this guy's section and the The manager was like, yeah, sure, go ahead. There's two seats right there at this big round table of um, eight, and there were six people at it. So we walk up to the table, we say hi, and we sit down and we're like, oh, hey. there (laughs) we didn't even realize it was them at first and so adam proceeds to tell them the story of how we ended up at their table and it was totally by accident like not like hey there's alex kendrick and his wife we're gonna go sit next to them it wasn't that at all we just wanted to sit with the server and so they got a good chuckle out of that right like after adam shared the story with them and and it was really just cool to get to know them and they have six children and we had um, seen the night before him, Alex Kendrick, speak on parenting and what it's like to raise children in this world and how we should point them always to God. And so we really enjoyed his um, presentation and so for us to be sitting at his table was like mind-blowing, right? Like we're going, oh my gosh. So anyway... I say all that to tell you that we are fond of the Kendrick production team and we love all of, the, all of their movies. Courageous, Fireproof, obviously, for obvious reasons. Fireproof, we love that. Um, but all of them, they're just so good. And so invest in some time to make the time, right? As I said last time, make the time to... You know, spend with the Lord, but also just be um, really relevant with your and and present with your family, and just spend that time. We started putting out uh, Christmas decorations yesterday. My um, oldest son and husband are outside right now. Outside right now. Uh So guys, the weirdest things happen whenever I'm recording my podcast, and so. Just was totally cut off for no reason. There was no explanation for it. But the funny thing is, is I went, what, what just happened? And so I question it, but why do you question things, right? Like why? Because no sooner had it cut me off, my husband comes around with a blower and he's like right by the window where I'm recording. And I'm like laughing because I'm going, well, that was perfect timing, Lord, thank you. So that you didn't have the, hear the blower in the background, like it's right at the window as I'm recording. So things just make me laugh, okay? So it was just great. So anyway, we're gonna go into, what's the word Wednesday? Advent, which means coming. And so our Savior is, we're gonna celebrate the coming entrance of our Savior into the world, but also we're gonna talk about the second coming of our Lord. And I'm not gonna get too in-depth. I'm not gonna take you like into Revelation or anything crazy, okay? Just know that Jesus is coming. We're gonna remember, and we're going to have that expectant waiting and prep for both the celebration of Jesus coming into the world um, during Christmas time as an infant, as a newborn, right? Or But also for the second coming of Christ. Like who's not excited about both of those things? Me, don't raise your hand if you're driving. But I just, oh my goodness, who does not want to just bask in this season and don't let the busyness and the hurriedness and, and the deals and the Black Fridays and blah, blah, blah. I know that happened yesterday. But then there's like small Saturday, you know, small business Saturday today, small Small shopping Saturday or whatever it's called. I don't even know right now. And then there's, you know, um, Monday, there's a theme. So don't get caught up in all that. Like get your deal. That's great. I hope you save some money. But let's really bask in the season and make the time and take the time And rest and find solitude spend the time with your family guys really let's hit on overcomer again it is so inspiring to watch these movies and remember read in Ephesians the first two chapters read in Ephesians this was something in the movie is so fantastic but remember who you are in Christ our Savior is coming into the world, right, in this season. But he's also coming again. And he has called you, chosen, appointed, anointed. He called you, right? He's equipped you. You are his beloved. You are the apple of his eye. You are his friend. You are his daughter or his son. Oh my goodness. He has filled you with his, covered you with his righteousness because of what he did on the cross. Oh my goodness, can we just make sure that we are paying attention to those things every single day? But let it be heightened during this season that you just love on people and you just walk around in the goodness and the light and the love and the grace and the mercy. The things of the fruit, the, the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians 5 22 and 23, do not come by choice. Those things come by letting God fill you with his son. Because when we accept Jesus in our heart, we are becoming a new creation. We are born again. And the thought of being born again into the family of God, we are his adopted children. Oh, can we just... Get excited, friends, about that. That is so good. So let's jump into. I'll be right back so we can jump into just what God is doing during this time. I'll be right back. Hey, friends, So I'm just so excited to be here and share this with you. If you hear noises in the background, it's because I normally do this on Fridays when it's really quiet, and um, it is Saturday, and I didn't record this yesterday because, Things just weren't settled in my heart. And if I don't have peace about something, um, I pray for God to give me the words. And if I just am not prepared or don't feel ready, then I don't record. I wait. Um, but And obviously, I do it either the days before or the day of. But I make sure that I am prepared in heart and mind and soul and spirit um, and in line with what God wants me to share with you. So... Here we are. We're talking about Advent. And in the Greek, it means... um, It is the word parousia. parousia. And it means coming. I'm sorry. It is derived from the Latin word adventus, meaning coming. And it's translation of the Greek word parousia. Parousia. Anyway. P-A-R-O-U-S-I-A. There's Greek scholars out there that know what I'm talking about. (laughs) It says... um, Anyway, please know that this is just a time where we obviously look and anticipate Christ's birth in this season, but that's only part of the story because this also refers to the second coming of Jesus Christ. And so um, there's a couple of quotes here, and I love these two quotes. Um, I printed this um, reference, this resource, off of Christianity.com. And so if you want to look at this, it is, um was just published, it looks like, uh, yesterday, maybe. I don't know. I don't even know what the date is. <laughs> Sometimes it's like, hello. Anyway, it's called Christianity.com, and it just, um, it says, what is Advent? Oh, sorry about that. That's my alarm system um, when it's disarmed, and so don't worry about that. There's a lot of noise going on in the house, and so I apologize for the noises. Anyway, there's a couple of quotes on here. One's by Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Um, I know that the... Radio station, the Joy FM, they did a reading book club kind of over the summer. They've done this the last couple of years, I think, but they read one of his books over the last summer. And so it's something that I saved, of course, and have not read, but I still want to. But I don't know what this reference is out of, but it is Dietrich Bonhoeffer. So I know his name. I've heard his name. And the quote says, the celebration of Advent is possibly is possible only to those who are troubled in soul who know themselves to be poor and imperfect and who look forward to something greater to come. Friends, we are all poor and imperfect. Okay. We all can have an experience in our souls where it feels like nothing is going to satisfy or fill. And that is um, a lack. And so that can be called poor in soul or spirit. Okay. And then imperfect. We are all imperfect every single day of our lives. And so to label ourselves that way. We may not think of to do that, but I'm going to tell you that we have troubled souls. It says in John 16, 33, that when we have trials and tribulations, not if, but when. So we will have difficulties in this life. It's bound to happen. Paul wrote about it in the New Testament. Uh, He was, you know, most of the book Most of the New Testament was written by Paul and he was sitting in in a jail cell a lot of the times because he did nothing that would prevent him from sharing the gospel. And so he was found, he found himself, you know, in prison cells and things because he was sharing the gospel and he didn't care what happened to him. And so there's going to be things that happen, but we have something greater to come And we have our hope in Jesus Christ because his promises are yes and amen. They are going to come to fruition. And so while we're in this Advent or coming season, let's just soak in his goodness and his grace and his mercy and his promises that are yes and amen. This, By the time you hear this... It will be the 2nd of December, and so the first Advent Sunday will have passed. But do not that's okay. You can jump in if you have not started an Advent study or, um, you know, your time of Advent. That's okay. You don't even necessarily have to buy a book or do anything. There's free resources that you can look up. Um, I actually just downloaded a free resource for Advent season. There's plenty of Bible plans on Version for an Advent study, so please don't feel like you have to buy something. Just do. And and I'm encouraging this because I'm going to do it myself, but it's because I just feel like God really wants us to be very present in this season because we have something to look forward to. We have that hope, and there's not been a whole lot of year <laughs> in 2020 that we're like, whoo, yeah, this is a great year. Now, listen, we're not going to have hippy-hoppity, rainbow sunshine and butterflies all the time. It's not going to happen. So we have been in a difficult season, yes. But that doesn't mean that we lose hope or don't keep our eyes on Jesus. He is the author and finisher of everything, all things. It says in the word of our faith, but of all things. He is the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega. He knows all things. He sees all things. He is all things he's the great i am so anything that you need you can depend on him for it i know that sometimes it feels like he is distant or it's he's not present but that's not true at all the word says that you can reach out your right hand and he is right there he's right there my favorite verse my life verse that i claim for myself all of them are my life verse right like the whole bible but the one i claim is Isaiah 41 10. Do not fear. Do not be afraid for I'm the Lord, your God, and I will be with you. I will lift you up with my righteous right hand. He is always right there in your reach. If you feel like God is distant, it's because you've moved. He's always with you. He has not left you. Accept him. Tell him he's the Lord of your life and let him be the presence that he wants to be. He's the great I am for you, not just for me, not just for my brothers and sisters in Christ. If you're a believer, you're my brother or sister in Christ. And so if you're not a believer, accept Jesus Christ as your Lord. And if you have fallen by the wayside and Jesus isn't the first in first place in your life, then change it. Fix it. Make him priority. Because I'm going to tell you, I've lived a life where Jesus wasn't priority and it's not any fun. And you don't get anywhere. I can guarantee you. You don't have fulfillment. I can guarantee you that because Jesus promises abundant life. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus has come so that we may have life and life to the fullest or life abundantly. That's what his word says. And I'm standing on that promise. I can tell you that. The other quote that I wanted to share with you says, God of hope... I look to you with an open heart and yearning spirit. During this Advent season, I will keep alert and awake, listening for your word and keeping to your precepts. My hope is in you. It's by Matthew Kelly. So good. So, so good. I did want to share you a, with you a little um, background. Um, so for Advent, it is the four Sundays leading up to Christmas. Okay, so that's what you... Do is it's the four Sundays is where we mark those times, okay? Um, it says that most people focus on just Christ's birth during this season, but um, again, I shared with you that the meaning of the word Advent is coming, okay? And then it says. Today, the season of Advent lasts for four Sundays leading up to Christmas. At that time, the new Christian year begins with the 12-day celebration of Christmastide, which lasts from Christmas Eve until Epiphany on January 6th. Y'all, that's when I leave my um, Christmas up till, okay, I don't take it down. Advent begins on Sunday that falls between November 27th and December 3rd each year. Advent begins on Sunday, November 29th and ends on Thursday, December 24th. So um, I downloaded this article and then it says read daily reminders of God's love and mercy focused on bringing peace and hope in this holiday season in our collection, Advent and Christmas devotionals. I just downloaded that. I'm like, Ooh, this looks great. So anyway, I did that. And then it says Advent symbolizes the present situation of the church in these quote last days, Acts 2.17 and Hebrews 1, two are referenced. As God's people wait for the return of Christ in glory to consummate, His eternal kingdom. The church is in a similar situation to Israel at the end of the Old Testament, in exile, waiting and hoping in prayerful expectation for the coming of the Messiah. Israel looked back to God's past gracious actions on their behalf in leading them out of Egypt and Exodus, and on this basis, they called for God once again to act for them. In the same way, The church during Advent looks back upon Christ's coming in celebration while at the same time looking forward in eager anticipation to the coming of Christ's kingdom when he returns for his people. In this light, the Advent hymn, O come, O come, Emmanuel. I know I didn't have to sing there, but I love it. I love singing. Okay. God says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. I'm sorry that my joyful noise is not a pleasing aroma to you, but it is to God. So... (laughs) But the hymn perfectly represents the church's cry during the Advent season. So it says, O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel, that mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appears. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. Emmanuel means Christ with us, and so or God with us. And so Christ came so that God could be with us and reconcile us to him and have that redemptive relationship so that we can be made right in right standing or covered in the righteousness of Christ to be with God, to be with him, to go into the Holy of Holies, into the throne room and present our cares and our concerns and crawl up in our daddy's lap and just sit with him or sit at his feet. You guys, you're... Father in Heaven is your Daddy. You may not have had a great relationship with your he- with your um, earthly Father, or you may not have a good one now, but your heavenly Father is always there for you will always love you, will always care for you will always provide for you has n- will never lie to you. Oh, that song in the land of the living uh goodness, where it talks about you don't lie to me. You don't lie to me. Like it just repeats that. I'm like, oh, you don't know how many times I've been lied to in my life and, and manipulated and lied to, and things have been said to me that were, should have never been said to anybody. And obviously I am a strong woman and I've overcome those things by the grace of God, but, and because of his mercy. And because of his forgiveness in my heart, I, I have forgiven all of those things. But man, does it not just settle in your heart that our God of heaven, the God of heaven, Elohim Basamehim, does not lie to us. He never lies. His word is active and true and and is, is present and active right now as I am speaking. God is working on your behalf. Behind the scenes, even when you don't see it, even when you don't feel it, he is fighting for you. He's fighting your battles for you. Oh, okay. I got a little off track, but know that the God of Israel is here today and present and active. While Israel wouldn't have sung the song in expectation of Christ's first coming, the church now sings the song in commemoration of that first coming and in expectation of the second coming in the future. Hallelujah. Amen. So glad Jesus is coming back for us. Okay. So it goes into like Advent liturgy and practice, Advent wreath and candles. Um, the And then, which first appeared in Germany in 1839. I love stuff like this. Okay. The Advent and um, Christian life. So it says, while Advent is certainly a time of celebration and anticipation of Christ's birth, it is more than that. It is only in the shadow of Advent that the miracle of Christmas can be fully understood and appreciated And it is only in the light of Christmas that the Christian life makes any sense. I love that it talks about all the light, right? That Jesus came um, with the um, radiance of the Lord's glory, surrounded the angels that came to talk to the shepherds. Like all of this is surrounding the light of Jesus is the light. And so... His light coming into this world and there was the heavenly host of angels and the heavens that came down to earth and it was filled with his glory and goodness. So light your lights, put all the lights out, put so many lights out. Doesn't matter how many you want, just put them out. Okay. (laughs) It is between the fulfilled promise of Christ's first coming and yet to be fulfilled promise of his second coming that Karl Barth penned these words unfulfilled and fulfilled promise are related to each other as are dawn and sunrise, both promise and in fact, the same promise. If anywhere at all, then it is precisely in the light of the coming of Christ that faith has become Advent faith, the expectation of future revelation. But faith knows for whom and for what it is waiting. It is fulfilled faith because it lays hold on the fulfilled promise. The promise for Israel and the promise for the church is Jesus Christ. He has come and he will come again. This is the essence of Advent. Ooh, goodness, you guys. A prayer, prayer is a wonderful way to help cut away from distractions of the season and open your heart to prepare for joy and hope of Christ's birth. Here's a sample prayer to use during the season to focus your heart and mind for the birth of Jesus Christ. I'm going to totally link this in the um, show notes. So make sure that you um, check this out because it's a really good resource. This Advent, Lord, come to the manger of my heart. Fill me with your presence from the very start. As I prepare for the holidays and gifts to be given, remind me of the gift you gave when you sent your son from heaven. The first Christmas gift. It was the greatest gift ever. You came as a baby born in a manger, wrapped like the gifts I find under my tree, waiting to be opened to reveal your love to me. Restore to me the wonder that came with Jesus' birth when he left the riches of heaven and wrapped himself in rags of earth. Emmanuel, God with us, your presence came that night. And angels announced into your darkness, God brings his light. Do not be afraid, they said to shepherds in the field. Speak to my heart today, Lord, and help me to yield. Make me like those shepherd boys, obedient to your call. Setting distractions and worries aside, to you I surrender them all. Surround me with your presence, Lord, I long to hear your voice. Clear my mind of countless concerns and all the holiday noise. Slow me down this Christmas, let me not be in a rush. In the midst of parties and planning, I want to feel your hush. This Christmas, Jesus, come to the manger of my heart. Invade my soul like Bethlehem, bringing peace to every part. Dwell within and around me as I unwrap your presence each day. Keep me close to you, Lord. It's in your wonderful name, I pray. Wow. Okay. That was really good. Woo! From um, Proverbs 31 Ministries, which is another excellent resource. Okay? And so, again, I'm going to link this resource. It's excellent. There were some more that I did not share with you. So go to that resource and... um. Download it, print it off. I'm going to be using that again. Clearly, it was very effective. Um, So, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for this season of Advent when we can just settle in and know that we want to rest in you because rushing things ruins things and we don't want to do that. We want to just rest and settle in your presence and be in your light and your love. And we thank you, God. For this time, thank you for being present in this moment. Thank you for touching the hearts and lives of the people that are under the sound of my voice. And I pray for your blessings to just pour out during this season, God, that we are expectant for the second coming of our Lord and Savior. And we thank you, God. That you brought glory and peace be- through Jesus Christ, and that we can partake in the fruits of the Spirit because of who you are and what you've done. And we thank you and ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Be blessed, friends. Thank you for joining me today on episode 23. What a just ooh, blessed time, really. I just am so appreciative for God settling on my spirit and just sharing that with you and moving me to not rush this season and just to be present. Um, I actually just bought a new bracelet from my friend. Thank you, Krista. Um, And she handcrafts these and prays over the pieces that she makes. And I love it, but it's a leather bracelet and it says, rushing things ruins things. And so I was like, that's for me. Um, I shared with you that I've read the ruthless elimination of hurry recently by john mark comer in the last couple years i say recent but it seems like recent it seems like yesterday but it wasn't it was probably two years ago <laughs> but i shared it with um i gave it to my mom she wanted to she wanted to read it i'm like Mommy, you need to read it everybody needs to read the ruthless elimination of hurry because we are in a world that is so you know they call it the rat race and it is it's just so fast and we just have to slow down and i'm in a place in my life where i'm like i don't want to be a part of that anymore Um, I was talking to one of my girlfriends. She's like, I don't want to be on that scene anymore. I don't want to do that anymore. I'm like, yeah, that's because we're the age that we are. And we have better things to do with our time, like spend it with Jesus and our family. And so I just love that God you know, shows those things to us and real, reveals those things to us and works on our heart. And that's a working of the heart. When you don't want to participate in the things of the world and you want to be more present and you want to be open for God to work on your heart. I mean, that is a work of the heart. He says in um, the word in Second Corinthians five seventeen that he's going to make us a new creation. When we are, you know, born again and we get baptized and we give our lives and surrender all, and we are obedient to his word, he's making us a new creation. We don't want to be a part of the things of this world we're in the world not of it and he doesn't want us to partake in those things that this world wants us to i i could care less about the black fridays and the and the this and the that and the amazon days and the whatever you know amazon's great thank you for two-day delivery amazon sometimes it's one day thank you for whole foods delivery (laughs) but i'm gonna tell you I don't like to get caught up in all of that. I'm really looking at things to be a better steward of things, especially my time and my finances. Um, As a financial peace coordinator, my husband and I are, and I'm I'm looking at things and just reevaluating and how can we be better here? And, you know, I had a revelation the other day. God's like, and I'm like, Lord, I just want to support, you know, my friends and buy this and buy that and that. And he's like, well... What about supporting your family and, and, and being right at home and being a steward of your, of the money that I give you so that you can support your family. And I was like, whoa, you know, because I am one of those people that like wants to buy from this company and that company and small business. And I totally support local and small business and my friend's business and this friend's business. And, and God's like, well, Hey, you know, I want you to do things. If you want to do the things I put in your heart and you want to propel things that I've given you then you have to be a good steward of where you're at right now and be content. I'm like, I'm done. That's it. I'm spent. Literally. <laughs> and I told my husband and I, I just, you know, was honest with him. And I said, listen, I wanted to tell you this, but God's just really showing me some things and working on my heart. I, I don't want to do this and that and this and that anymore. I want to be all that God created me to be. And to do that, I have to just be present and be content right where he has me and not want to partake in all the things that come you know, flowing at me from left and right and front and back and side to side. I mean, and from my peripheral. And so, you know, it's like, just block that out, put my blinders on and keep my eyes on Jesus and what he wants for me. And so I have this beautiful prayer journal that I wanted to talk about. And here I am in my outro and you know, my, the ending part of my, my podcast here and I'm talking about it. But anyway, my sister gave this to me and it is a beautiful, beautiful prayer journal. And what I love about it. Is it goes week by week, but at the beginning of each week, it has a scripture. And this one, for this particular week that I'm doing, it says, Genesis 28, 15, I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go. And I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Whew. God's not done with you until he's finished what he's promised. And he's not done. He's not done with me. He's not done with you. He's working on all of us, and I'm so grateful for that. But it has like a reflection portion, and then as you turn the page, I love that this is all split up this way, and it's beautiful scripted. It's it's a beautiful book, but it says, Lord, thank you. There's a section for that. Teach me, guide me, things on my heart, highlights and prayer requests, and then it has a whole nother section with another scripture. In First Timothy 2, 1 and 2, it says, I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. We need to do that, friends. That's where we're at. That's what we need to do. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for listening to my heart and what God's put on it. I pray that this has helped you today. It's given you hope and encouragement. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Share with a friend that needs help and hope and encouragement because that's what I'm here for. I'm not here to make money. Uh, I'm not here to, um, you know, present something that's not what God wants. I pray every time, God, please give me the words to speak. I don't want to say anything that's not from you. And so I know we have fun on here, but sometimes I just need to bring it back to to God and go God like sh- tell me and show me what you want me to share with people because i want them to know that they are called and chosen and they're breathing air on this planet because you have a plan for them and a purpose for them and you love them and you care for them it doesn't matter where they're at what they've done who they are right now you want to make them a new creation and so anyway i just i just love being able to share and i thank god for providing a platform for me to be able to do that and i just want to just be more, 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 more present with God and share that with you. And so again, I thank you for joining me. I pray that you are blessed. Until next time.